This summer, your local movie theater transforms into a tent revival for sharing Jesus. Join Believers Nationwide for the Million Souls Campaign, inviting unsaved loved ones to experience The Firing Squad, a new evangelistic movie starring Kevin Sorbo and Cuba Gooding Jr. Witness the true story that made worldwide headlines, American prisoners discovering faith in Christ while awaiting execution for their crimes in a third world country, transforming their lives and the entire prison in the process. After the movie and before the credits roll, Kevin Sorbo will come on the screen to lead the entire theater in a prayer to commit one's life to Jesus Christ. Visit FiringSquadFilm.com and learn how to get free tickets and more for your unsaved loved ones and become part of this unique event. Bring friends, family, and your faith. Learn more at FiringSquadFilm.com. That's FiringSquadFilm.com. It's hard to know when an emergency is going to occur, whether it's something happening directly to you, uh, something in your region, even something nationwide or global. It's all up in the air. In fact, the only guarantee is that bad things will, of course, happen at some point in life, and you need to prepare for them. The time to prepare isn't after they happen, it's beforehand. And that's why companies like My Patriot Supply are so incredibly important. They help you prepare for the worst ahead of time, while still hoping, of course, for the best. You can get started today by going to MyPatriotSupply.com. There, you can save $200 on an essential three-month emergency food kit. Over the years, My Patriot Supply has helped millions of American families prepare for emergencies, and yours should be next. Sealed inside ultra-durable packaging, their delicious meals last up to 25 years in storage and provide over 2,000 calories daily. Eat right when things go wrong with these three-month emergency food kits from My Patriot Supply. 200 bucks in savings. You can get enough for each family member. They deserve your protection. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com. Order by 3 p.m. for free. Same-day shipping. MyPatriotSupply.com. It's MyPatriotSupply.com. Today, it's Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, you have to pardon me in advance. I'm a little fired up about something today. I, I think somebody needs to be removed from the United States Congress. Uh, we'll get into who and why in one minute. Ever since the dark day of September 11th, 2001, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping American heroes and their families. It's their way of living up to that promise that we all made that day. Never forget. They pay the mortgages for the families of those who don't come home from service, and they build mortgage-free smart homes for catastrophically injured veterans and first responders so that they can live more independent lives. They're providing housing and other vital services to homeless veterans, and sadly, 
There are a lot of homeless veterans to help, over 3,000 in 2023 alone. Their 9-11 Institute is helping teachers across the country educate our kids about 9-11. That is very much needed in our society uh, so that the next generation won't forget either. Our military and first responder heroes deserve the best that we can give them. And the Tunnel to Towers Foundation is there to provide as much of that as they can. But they can't do it alone. They need help from people like you and like me. So please be generous today if you can. Donate $11 a month to Tunnels to Towers. Dot com, go to t2t.org is the actual address t2t.org it's t the number two t.org all right pat and Stu for glenn today triple eight uh 727-BECK how did minnesota become i don't know the somalian capital of the world Especially with the how, how weather, you yeah. think that people the, the from Somalia opposite. would not like it in Minnesota. But you wouldn't think that's where they would gravitate, no. would you? But they, they've gravitated in such numbers that they elected one of their own, a Somali, and obviously a Somali first person, to be their representative from Minnesota in Washington, D.C., so that she could do the bidding of Somalia. Yeah, it's a less popular version of America first. Somalia first. Quite a bit (laughs) different version of America. Interesting perspective, yeah. Like America last. Last. First first is Somalia. Second is Islam. And then the Palestinians. The Palestinians are in there. Maybe third. And then uh, they might be second to last. The Jews might be last. I will say. Yeah, right, (laughs) right. Yeah, babies in the womb are down way down there as well. Way down there. The Jews always low on Elon's list. Yes, but uh, America might be last. Which is interesting because the oath she took when she when she got into Congress goes this way: I do solemnly swear or affirm that I will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic. It doesn't say the Constitution of Somalia. I don't even know if Somalia has a Constitution. Do they? Uh, I assume they've got some sort of national charter. Uh, That I will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, meaning the United States, that I take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or purpose of evasion, and that I will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which I am about to enter, so help me God. Hmm. Okay, well, she was giving a speech uh, to Somalis in Minnesota, and uh, this is, yeah. happens to be in Somali. Can I ask you a question as a broadcaster? Uh-huh. Have you gone through this clip on, on your show, Pat Gray Unleashed, yet? I have, yeah. Are you capable of speaking as fast as this stuff No, comes? I am not. It so is... I'm going to have to pause the, the video a few times. Because I, Glenn and I Jeez. talked about this the other day, and we were sort of playing this clip. <laughs> and usually what happens is you hear about 45 seconds of talking and two words in English peep, pop mm-hmm. up. It's like mm-hmm. completely inefficient. Apparently, Somalian is the most uh, efficient language of all time. She speaks like four words and three paragraphs pick and then it's pop over. up on the screen and then it's over. It's so over. It's going to be tough. I, this is a Pat Gray test right here. You know, Glenn Beck, Radio Hall of Fame, Pat Gray, I would say on the bubble right now. I mean, you know, <laughs> right, a couple yeah. a couple good shows yeah. and you're in. Right. So if you be. can pull this off, I think I, I, I'm, I'm <laughs> leading the campaign. <laughs> Pat Gray, Radio Hall of Fame. But how many times did Glenn stop? He he just tried to he tried to summarize it really. It was oh, hilarious man. watching. Is I'm just sitting here watching the text and realizing he's skipping all sorts of words, and it got going so fast at some point 
that he, he couldn't even get the, the the basic concept of what she was saying. We just had to stop it. I mean, so hopefully they're prepared for stopping and starting this video to assist Pat Gray. And I might get a jump on her because... Uh, <laughs> yeah, just... That's good, good point. Get a head start. <laughs> She's about to say, many Somalians have personally called me to encourage me to speak to the U.S. government. Let her say that. Go ahead. Go ahead. And, Let's hear it. Uh, in Somalia. It's a lovely language. <laughs> All right. Pause it for a second. And help Somalia. Uh, they wanted to know what the U.S. government could do for Somalia to ensure the... And then it's cut M- off. MOU, I think it is. MOU? I'm not, I don't know what the MOU is. Never turns into a full bilateral agreement. Okay. My answer to Somalians was that the U.S. government will only do what the Somalians in the U.S. tell them to do. Mm, okay. They will do what we want and nothing else. They must follow our orders, and that is how we will safeguard the interest of Somalia. We Somalians must have that confidence in ourselves that we call for we call the shots for the U.S. Hmm. We live in the U.S., pay taxes in the U.S., and have a, have a voice. Have a voice. The U.S. is a country where one of your daughters, myself, is in con- Congress to represent your interest. For as long as I'm in the U.S. Congress, Somalia will never be in danger. Its waters, the Indian Ocean will never be stolen by Ethiopia or others. <laughs> you know? laughable, what a laughable promise that is. I like, know. Ilan Omar is, uh, look, she is well known because she uh, is very anti-Semitic. She, is, uh, uh, she was in the squad. She got that attention when she came into office. Mm-hmm. She, you know, she wasn't she in like a music video back in the day? She had like some sort of like coolness factor. Yeah. Oh. I don't know. Someone look that up. What, what music she video also, was Ilana uh, Omar? She married her brother so that she, she could him. stay in this country. Yep. Well, <laughs> which I mean, is kind allegedly, of fun. Allegedly. Uh, um, and uh, so she's well known for that. But in reality, what she is, is one of 435. Yeah. She's, you know, a base. Look, one congressman can do very, very little. She seems extremely confident, though, yeah. that she can pull this off for Somalis in right. the United but States. But she, how, how, explain to me the constitutional process that allows one congressperson to stop Ethiopia from taking <laughs> the straits well, from... She does have some help. She's got AOC. No, she has to Rashida Tlaib mm-hmm. and Cori Bush. And there is, well, there is a, a legitimate thing that happens. You know, the Progressive Caucus has been like this. Well, look, they'll all come together and, and take each other's pet causes up and try to bring it to the attention. And yeah. the Democrats will typically go along with it. I mean, it's not completely impossible for her to win these battles, but like she's making promises that she has absolutely no power to keep individually. Like, these are promises that she's just, this is how politicians talk. You realize they say the same stuff to us. They say it all the time. I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to. Uh, Although scant few representatives, Stu, are this passionate about doing the bidding of their district, uh, she is. No, I mean, it's true. I, I, well, I disagree. The district is Somalia, so she actually does yeah. not represent Somalia, and that's kind of the problem with this clip. Uh, but it is, uh, it, it is. She does actually seem to care what her constituents care about, yes, right? Yeah, Somalia, Somalia. Yeah. Um, by the way, Maroon Five. Uh, she was in uh, Maroon Five. Girls like you. She's in that video. Really? Yeah. This is before she was a congresswoman. She's I in figured, Maroon yeah, Five. I figured it was. I mean, I, you know, again, I'm the. Uh, 
hmm. you know. Do we know how that came to be? I, I believe she people with uh, what's his face. Uh, is she yeah. friends with what? Can we get a ruling on whether she's friends with what's his face? Is that we don't know. Um, but, uh, you know, people some people find her to be attractive. Uh, and apparently that was the, uh, the impetus to being. Mm. I mean, as mm-hmm. most video appearances, video mm-hmm. appearances are, that's uh, kind of how that happens, I guess. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. Was she pitching for Somalia? Did, does Adam Levine now support Somalia? And we don't know. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. We'll have to get a ruling mm-hmm. from him on that. Mm-hmm. But this woman doesn't give a rat's anus about America's southern border. <laughs> Nicely put. That's Thank true. You. I think that's true. Uh, but she does have a priority about Somalia's borders. <laughs> that, so that's great. Mm. How is she not being expelled from Congress? How How is that not happening? I mean, hmm. it's a clear violation of her oath of office here mm-hmm. that we read moments ago. I mean, the her clear prior, priority is Somalia. And if that's your problem, why aren't you in Somalia doing Somalia's bidding? There's no music videos made in Somalia. Oh, okay. Pat. Is that true? Yeah, Maroon 5 doesn't play there. <laughs> that's another thing we should talk to Adam about. Yeah. Adam Levine. We got Adam Levine coming up. We're going to ask him about <laughs> about what his feelings are in the Somalian conflict with Ethiopia. He's big on that, from what <sighs> I understand. No, I... I <clears throat> I mean, I don't know that there's another way to take this. I mean, she doesn't explicitly say Somalia over the United States, which I guess, which but, would be the only thing that you could do in excess of what she's done. Right. And she claims that that wasn't. No, she was talking about the interest of Somalis in this country. So it's still America first. It does, but that's not what she says, right? That I mean, is not what she says you know, in the video. I will say the no, interest. But that's her excuse. How How is it an American interest as to whether Ethiopia is taking a straight from, from right. like I, I don't from know. Somalia? I don't know. Who you know the left used to always use against conservatives and say, "Oh, you like libertarianism? Try Somalia. They don't even have a government. Is that what you want?" I'm like, no, that's no, not what we want with no, the constitution. Uh-uh. That's what we want. We want the constitution of this country, not the constitution of Somalia. But like, mm. you know, there are, I'm sure, just like the you know someone who's uh jewish here in the united states like has interest in israel but like is still an american citizen first yeah right you still want to protect your homeland you know but that doesn't mean and and that in homeland i use in in air quotes there um because that's you know in many cases not their homeland they were born here but they still Mm -hmm. have interest i can understand Mm -hmm. that they may have relatives there there's there's reasons to be interested in that, that vicinity but like that is secondary to your american citizenship yeah some of us pay attention to our heritage i guess uh you know if you've if you've got roots in other countries barack obama talked about kenya a little bit Mm -hmm. his family being from there um he being from there his wife discussed it um, that is what it, not what the truth is but that is what his wife did say that was she did yes. say it a couple she, of times yes a couple yeah. times a couple however times. obviously born in hawaii thank you Pat. obviously thank clearly you. we don't want to make any mistake about that every candidate now is accused of this by the way yeah every candidate well, including nikki, nikki haley, haley just got it uh, uh right. the birther thing like that is just and like now was, traditional part of american campaigning even though she was clearly born in south carolina mm-hmm. because her parents immigrated from india now she's not eligible i don't know where that is in the constitution yeah. but it, i will tell you when it goes away the second she drops out yeah. that's that's when it goes away it no longer becomes a concern to anybody 
Um, but oh, that's man. and that's probably coming very soon, at least uh, the next month or so to a theater near you. But I don't know. Can you? I mean, is there any precedence, Pat, of ex- expelling a congresswoman for this type of thing? I mean, not that I know of. Yeah, a violation of the oath. But I mean, it's pretty rare that they would do this. It have to be pretty egregious. She's denying it. I mean, it's, it would be tough to do, though. By the letter of the law, it seems like she deserves it. Yeah, it does to me. I mean, I think it's pretty clear, and she's made she's made her feelings known in that regard. A, a number of times. Like every time she opens her mouth, you know that America is not her priority here. It's uh, it, it's really astounding that she would be this bold with it and make that speech in Somali, or maybe that was Arabic. I don't know. One of the two. Um, do you know which it was? Because I know you're fluent in both. I'm fluent Stuart, in both, so I get so, them mixed up yeah, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I'm sure nothing will be done. You know, nothing will come of it. She'll she'll continue to write out her her uh, her uh, her term in office, and then she'll be reelected, no doubt. I will say I am happier that she's talking about the interests of Somalia and uh, Somalians and uh, Somalia generally, rather than her typical speech topic, which is how much she hates Jews. I think it's better that she's this saying she better, likes yeah. Somali, yeah. Uh, Somalians and Somali culture than how much she just just really hopes the Jews go into the sea. I'm I'm I I prefer this new approach. Yeah. It's yeah. the softer side of Ilan Omar. She cares about Somalia over the United States, sure, but she's not outwardly calling for the death of Jews, which is <laughs> I think a something. nice switch. That's something. Yeah, you know, it's just it's just a preference, right. a personal preference, right? Well, Everyone has right. their taste, and my taste would be, hey. Glad you're talking about maybe, you know, that I'm big on that Ethiopian straight issue. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that she's talking about that rather than, you know, mm-hmm. hey, October 7th was a wonderful festival. <laughs> uh, that I think is a better direction. It's a silver lining. Generally. <laughs> right? It's a silver lining. Thank you. More coming up in one minute. All right. You might think, hey, I need some sleep because I keep reading the news and it's uh, my life is hell because of it. Well, if that's true, think about this. The lights are out. The house is quiet. Everyone's tucked neatly into their beds, peacefully dreaming as their bodies get the rest that they need. Well, everyone except you, that is. If this situation sounds familiar, I'll bet you really wish that it wasn't. There's nothing more frustrating than having to go through your day all bleary eyed from a lack of sleep from the night before. Um, I don't have difficulty sleeping, luckily, but on the nights uh, when you do, you can reach for Relief Factor Sleep. You know what happens? Well, you can sleep soundly, and you can wake up the next day feeling refreshed. Just like regular Relief Factor that you take for pain, Relief Factor Sleep is 100% drug-free. It's a blend of natural ingredients designed to promote healthy sleep by reducing anxiety and distress, improving mood, and promoting relaxation. Uh, it's, uh, something like, I know Glenn has said, he's felt the difference from the first night he took it. And the first bottle is only 1995. So check it out. Unleash the power of great sleep by calling 800, the number four relief. It's 800, the number four relief, or go to relieffactor.com, relieffactor.com. Dream big and sleep tight with relief factor. 10 seconds station ID. Of course, speaking of Somalians, uh, federal authorities caught a terrorist at the U.S. southern border and then decided, no, no, that's not a terrorist. Uh, They released him into the country where he roamed freely for about a year (laughs) before being rearrested in Minnesota uh, just days ago. 
the unnamed individual who uh, he doesn't have a name. No, he's unnamed. He just he was like, just born and they were like, think of anything. They I couldn't, couldn't think couldn't. of a single thing. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Just couldn't Isn't come that up. Weird. They were like, I don't know, Bob. No. So they, I, I guess know. they called him Hey You most of his okay. life. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And he's a member of the Somali terror group Al Shabaab. Uh, he was released shortly after being caught illegally crossing the border, the southern border, of course, near San Ysidro, California. Uh, they they ran his name, or the lack of name, through the terror watch list, and they decided, nah, that's not the same guy. And then, uh, unfortunately, later they were reviewing some of these decisions and realized, oh, no, that is the guy. Maybe we <laughs> should arrest him. And so they did <laughs> in Minneapolis a couple days ago. What a cluster. I It is. I, <laughs> I mean, what does it take? The guy's name is on the terror watch list. You've found him try to cross the border. You, you found him on the terror watch list, and you're like, nah, that can't be him. Let him go. And so he roams the country for a year doing who knows what until you finally you know, get your heads out of your butts and realize, no, wait, we had that guy. I don't understand how this keeps happening. There's just how a, is this possible? There's a constant lean toward just screwing these things <laughs> up, right? Like there's never, it's it's not yeah. neutral. It's not, hey, we should do these things right. It seems like the lean is always towards screwing all these things up. Like there's always a lean towards, ah, let's just let these people free in the country, see what happens. Mm-hmm. Let's give it a whirl. It's as if we have an obligation to allow everybody who wants in, in. It's actually not true. And that, that, is, that is not true. not the case. Uh, we should go, maybe we can go through later in the show, the details of this proposed border solution. Yeah, I, yes, we should do that. Because it's, it's, I mean, there's some of it in there. Now, you this think, is the border solution that the president is trying yeah, so hard that, yeah. to get past so he can finally do something about it. That's how you know it's good. Yeah. If yeah, Joe yeah. Biden wants it, a guy who has it. completely ignored the border for three full years, you know it must be super it's successful. Damn Republicans, You know, they're, they're so bad. Fighting him so hard they, on uh, border security. All he wants to do is secure the border from day one. Right? That's all he's wanted to do. And the Republicans are keep saying, no, we want open borders. Yeah. Um, it's just yeah. really upsetting. Now, I don't know what happened to the racist fact, part it, it, of this. Yeah. Because I, I was told the only reason you'd want to control the borders is if you were a racist. We've been told that for mm. years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And now Joe Biden says he wants to do it. And now he's no a racism racist? comes into it at all. I mean, he, all is, he does. There is actual evidence of Joe Biden being a racist. I don't know if this is... <laughs> Uh, I don't know if this is just a playoff of that. He's just come along to maybe he really wants to keep the Indians out because they are only are allowed at 7-Elevens, as he's said in the past. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Or maybe he doesn't want um, African-Americans here because he doesn't think many of them are articulate and clean like Barack Obama. <laughs> I'm not sure which one of these policies of his are the ones that would uh, motivate. Maybe it's because if they don't vote for him, they're not black. They're not even black. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's one of these one policies of is, is Im- implemented here with all of this racism on the border. Mm-hmm. But now he wants you to know Joe Biden border hawk is here. I, can, can Is it possible for any human being to fall for this? I don't know how, but I'm sure they do. Yeah, I'm sure a lot will. It's embarrassing. It's embarrassing if anyone would fall for this. The guy has done the exact opposite of this the entire time he's been president. And now, a few months before the campaign here, as we're kicking now off into cold gear, hawk. now he's a border hawk. Oh, these Republicans, if they would just let me close the border. <laughs> it's no. laughable. Uh, all right. More coming up. Glenn Beck.
So what happens if you find yourself in a situation where force is called for, but deadly force isn't? When you have to make that split-second decision that could end the life of a fellow human being and possibly ruin your own life in the process. We've seen how uh, that work plays out in the legal process over and over again. Maybe you got a taser. Uh, you got to be pretty close with a taser. Um, what, do we, what about a burn-a-launcher? These things are awesome, by the way. A non-lethal alternative to safeguarding your home and family. It's legal in all 50 states with no permits or background checks required and can be used by all age groups over 18. has tear gas and kinetic rounds with 60-foot range and one shot can incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. Government agencies and law enforcement are using these all around the country. Uh, I got to, I was over at Glenn's place, and they, they had these set up. They had a course set up where you go and do target shooting. And I was very excited that I could beat him because I was hoping there'd be running in between the, the stations, and that's where I knew I could pick up space because he's a better shot than I am. But unfortunately... You know, they, he, all he had to do was turn, and he's still capable of doing that. But Burna.com slash Glenn, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn. These are really cool, really fun to, to use as well for target shooting and such. 10% off your purchase, B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Glenn for 10% off, Burna.com slash Glenn. Don't forget to use the promo code Glenn30 for $30 off your subscription at blazetv.com. It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today. Uh, you know what's great is we have this hawkish president of the United States right now that it oh. just, he's ready to put the hammer down on the border. I'm and almost shut it down. I'm concerned he's too strong on the border, Pat. <laughs> Me too. It's almost xenophobic at yeah. this point. Yeah. I mean, you know? does he ever want anyone to even be able to visit? <laughs> I don't know. He's so strong on immigration now. So powerful and uh, so committed. He's closing that border. He really is. He's sort of like the uh, overweight, out of shape person on day one of the new year. Mm. Just at the gym, hardcore, just really committed four to it. hours, just like yeah. going for it. And then they right. get, you know, yeah. a little sore and never come back <laughs> and never cancel the membership. We're sort of there. Uh, it's so fake, though. I mean, in this, in so to use that example, he never actually goes to the gym. He just posts on Instagram about it. Yeah. I'm about to go to the gym. I'm New Year, do me. <laughs> and then he never shows up. Oh, the poor equipment is left there lonely. But man, waiting. he tried yesterday to. It's, get across how committed he is to this. It's so pathetic. I mean, I, I've never seen anything like it. If you fall for this, you are an idiot. I, I mean, I mean yes. that I, I, I love you. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you're a good person. But how do you tie your shoes on a daily basis? If you mm-hmm. can suddenly believe this buffoon all of a sudden is a border hawk, mm-hmm. you deserve your vote to be taken away. Yeah learn learn yes. then vote the order is important wait what if i vote and then i learn about it is that no the, is that you, just you as should, good we should learn first to educate oh. yourself so that wow. you can come up with a reason to pick one of the candidates <laughs> and then vote for that candidate huh a lot of people doing it in the reverse though pat That's or sure. just doing the voting part of it mm-hmm. never doing the learning part of but it but what if taylor swift <laughs> tells me to vote for joe biden then have I done the right thing in voting for him? You know, no. And no? Uh, we've seen how Taylor huh. Swift can uh, influence a campaign with the Tennessee Senate race from back in the day. Uh, I can't even remember the candidate. Uh, I can tell you he's not a senator. That part I can tell you. Um, her- you mean people 
didn't take didn't, her advice no that's weird uh, that's another we should talk about yeah, that we later. talk about that coming um, up but let's let's do this joe biden clip this is him mm-hmm. talking about the border and how he just want, remember shutting down the border would be xenophobic racist but now joe biden wants to wants you to believe that he wants to do it immediately <laughs> listen and also give me as president the emergency authority to shut down the border until it could get back under control mm. if that bill were the law today i'd shut down the border right now and fix it quickly <laughs> seriously laughable <laughs> It's not even getting, it's not even worth getting pissed off about because it's so ridiculous. Right. Did you get to this point, Pat? I'm here often these days. But if we do that, if we, if we as a country believe, like let him get away with that and, and reward him with four more years of the presidency, we we deserve deserve everything everything that comes our way. Yeah. We're just not a serious nation. It's not, it's not not something that should be conserved or maintained. It's so... We're it, too far. We're beyond redemption. Beyond lost. Right? Like, I mean, we'll all try to make the best of our lives going forward, but let's be honest, the experiment is over. We lost. We blew it. Okay? We tried, That's we had a good the run. only conclusion you can reach if this works. If that works. I mean, it, it's like... It's, 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 the, it's like a, a, a person who is like... It's like a, someone who's a lifelong Boston Red Sox fan one day coming out and advocating strong for the New York Yankees. Mm-hmm. It's so blatantly false and so obvious on its face that he doesn't mean this. And then he just looks at the polls and realizes, holy crap, I'm in trouble in this election if I don't find a way to politically justify what's going on. Yeah. And so what they do is just pretend like this has been our stance the whole time. Yeah. We've always been border hawks. What are you talking about? We're trying to clean up the mess that uh, the previous administration left for us. Are you serious? Insanity. You reversed everything he did day one. That was working. Uh, That was working. And he acts like uh, he just hasn't had the power to stop this. Well, wait. A couple of months ago, you were saying it wasn't even a problem. Your uh, border guy... Your guy said that the border, the border was secure. Those were Alejandro Mayorkas's very words. The border, the border is secure. Jen Psaki said Jim the same. Psa- yep. Said the same thing. And again, we're at a place where we're what two and three times what it was when Donald Trump was president, oh, or easily. even when Barack Obama was easily. president. The border, the border is secure. Uh huh. Now it's a problem, and he's desperately trying to get these damn Republicans to help him out on fixing it. Oh, my gosh. And, and just to give you a oh, sense, before we go into the details of this bill, I, I did this on, uh, I went into more detail on State of the Race, which is a podcast I started up, bonus podcast that we're just going through and giving you the details of what you need to know for the election as we go through election season. It's available, <laughs> by the way, audio uh, only, wherever you get your podcasts on the Studios America feed. I encourage you to go sign up for it. Um, but it, it is, uh, it's, it's a free podcast. And one of the things we went through this morning was why Biden is doing this. Like why, mm. okay. what is motivating him? Let me give you a couple of polls. The situation of the U.S.-Mexico border. Now, this is something, Pat, I mean, I, we've been doing the show in some form at some level together for a quarter century, yeah. <laughs> basically. Uh-huh. And ever since the day I heard you talk on the air, I heard you talk about the border and how important it was and how it was out of control. Mm-hmm. Like and This goes back <laughs> a long time. Conservatives for a very long time have said the border is a big issue. 
However, at some points in our history, it has been almost a concern unique to the right. Like conservatives were like, well, we no care question. about it, but no one else cares about it. Or like they'll be yep. saying, well, uh, well, let you know, uh, security might be important after September 11th. But still, it wasn't like a focus. It was more of like a, a complaint where conservatives said, look, look, we have laws. You have to fall. We, we lose a, our civilization if we don't enforce our laws. And that was always a big part of the complaint. Mm-hmm. Whether even if you think it has a good impact on the United States, you can't let it to you can't let it continue because you're just allowing people to ignore laws. Well, this is no longer a conservative niche complaint. A situation at the U.S.-Mexico border is a crisis, 45%, and very serious, 30%. So 75% of voters say it's either very serious or a crisis. Which kind of explains why he's starting to take this seriously all of a sudden. Exactly. All this, he realizes this is a massive Achilles heel of his reelection. Yeah. 18% in addition say it's somewhat serious. So you're at 93% of voters. This is not some wow. con- academic conservative pursuit anymore. Wow. That's a massive number. And we also saw it was the number one concern of voters in Iowa. Mm-hmm. In Iowa. In Iowa. I- middle of the country, <laughs> Iowa. Yes. It should be the most shielded from any border possible. And it was the number yep. one concern. Yeah. Um, also, it shows that is, by the way, that 45% in crisis is up from uh, May from 38% to 45%. So going the wrong direction, spiraling wow. out of control for him. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, uh, 63% of voters <laughs> say the situation at the border by the Biden administration should be handled more uh, tougher. Like, it's not like people are like, well, you know, it, the problem at the border is people can't get through so easily. You know what I mean? That's why it's a crisis. It's not that. People are saying you got to be tougher on the border. And when they're saying that, and it's not just us, but it's people in the middle and people on the left. I mean, 93% say it's a serious problem or a, a somewhat of a problem. That is a crisis level situation for them. So that's why they're doing this. The politics of this is pretty clear. They're saying he he doesn't really care if this border bill is passed. He doesn't want to shut down the border. And if you notice his words here, he says, it gives me the authority to shut down the border. Now, is he going to use that authority if it is given to him? He can obviously come up with reasons to not use the authority and still get the results he wants on the border without actually implementing the policy. But while saying, hey, I did something, I Uh worked a bipartisan bill, I worked together with the right and we came up with this solution and it's making things better. Now, I don't think he believes it's going to go through, but if it fails, right, he gets to say what he's saying in that clip. It's the Republicans stopping me from solving the border. So it's a political play. And it's, you know, look, Trump sees the politics of this as well. He knows this is a disaster for Biden, doesn't want to give him a win leading up to the election. And he's saying, blame me. He's outwardly saying it. Yes, I killed the border deal. It's my fault. Blame me. Because he knows the politics for him are really good on this. The more that there's crisis on the border, the better it looks for Trump, the more likely he is to get elected. And in his view, obviously, take care of this problem. So the politics are fascinating on this. Um, but let me give you a couple of the details of this actual proposal, if you can tolerate, if you can tolerate it, uh, because I think it's frustrating. You hear a lot of people are saying, oh, it's 1.8 million are allowed to cross the border. And that's technically true. I mean, in the bill, it says if you have an average of 5,000 daily migrants coming across the border, 
they these new emergency shutdown powers do not kick in. And now it would be five thousand five thousand a day. A day. That's one hundred and fifty thousand a month. And that is a situation, 1.8 million a year, but it's a situation where like it was basically crisis levels for any other president other than Joe Biden. Like Biden has been over 200,000 and over 300,000 in a month. So this would be a major cut as to where we are now, but it would be crisis levels under Trump or Obama. Mm -hmm. So it is basically saying we will, we can lock in really high levels of illegal immigration in perpetuity. Now, in reality, it would be impossible to actually hit exactly 5,000 per day, right? Like you couldn't, it would be, it yeah. wouldn't happen. And eventually you'd go over that. And there are some supposed consequences of that. So if it's at 5,000 a day on an average, none of this stuff happens. It goes to 5,001, things kick in. Once the 5,000 threshold is, is hit, this is according to Bill Malugan, who has sources telling him what is in He's been doing a good job down at the really good for a long time really good reporting by mm-hmm. that i am fox news gets a lot of heat from the right these days malugan's done a great job on the border and deserves credit really has um but uh, he says once the the five thousand threshold is hit a new authority is codified into law that requires border patrol to immediately remove illegal immigrants they catch without processing they would not get to request asylum <laughs> they would immediately be removed. This includes Mm. removals back to Mexico and deportations to home countries. This would be a massive change from current policy, which is that once an illegal immigrant reaches U.S. soil, they must be processed via Title VIII and allowed to claim asylum. Under this new authority, they are not processed, and they are mandatorily immediately removed once the shutdown threshold is reached. Now, you can read that and say, wow, that actually is a big change. The word authority constantly throughout all of this makes me nervous because i mean does he have the opportunity to not use this authority mm-hmm. i mean i know the word mandatory is in there but that just seems to make it so the president could could activate this authority to make it mandatory it doesn't mean he doesn't he mandatorily has to activate the authority mm-hmm. which is a difference um but uh, the shutdown all the way by by the way also um kicks in if you go over 8500 in any individual day so even if you're, you're, you're only 100 people are coming over a day, but then a caravan shows up, this shutdown authority would also kick in. Um, also, the shutdown would not lift the next day. It wouldn't lift until daily encounters are reduced to under 75% of the 5,000 threshold for at least two weeks. So it would go down to 3,750 on average for two weeks. Then that authority would be lifted again. Is anyone in the conservative world happy with 3,750 illegal immigrants coming in every day? This would be a bad day for anyone other than Joe Biden, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so I don't think of that as, as positive. It used to be 1,000 a day was considered disastrous. Yeah. 1,000 a day. That sounds reasonable. Like, I look, is it going to, you're going to get 100 get in every day? Like, we, it's a big border. It's not easy. Yeah. You can't shut it down it's, completely. It's hard to get zero, but yeah. that should be our target. Yes. Should be our target. Yes. But zero is difficult. We get that maybe a hundred get in. The only way to have immigration uh, into our country is through legal means. Wouldn't that be ideal? That's the way it's supposed so to work. So we know who's coming in. We know what they bring to the table. We know who they are and, the, and their backgrounds and all of those things that seem pretty reasonable for any sovereign nation to be able to ask of people coming to their country. Instead, it's like, ah, that's another 5,000 every day. Ah, don't worry about it. It's just 2,500 today. Ah, it's just 3,000. Those are 3,000 people we don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Don't know anything about. Right. Are they all wonderful people? 
probably a good majority of them are, but there's probably some bad well, at apples. Least, at least not threats, right? Like yeah. probably the majority of them are not necessarily here to do terrorism or, you know, but but still. But do they have diseases? Do do they have ill intent in some criminal way? We are don't they, know. Are they excited about being part of America? Yeah. Or are they excited to get a job that pays them five times what they make back in their home country so they can they can send it back via Western Union? Like th- that's not. And we shouldn't consider that according no. to a lot of leftists. Right. Shouldn't even worry about our our part in this or what it br- what they bring to us. That's not supposed to enter into the equation. Unlike every country in history. Right. Absolutely. Uh, were you you were I don't know if you were here, Pat, when they we showed the video yesterday of the uh, the wall uh, for uh, Gaza with Egypt. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's like Incredible. it looks like it's out of Star Wars. Yeah, it's it it's, does. it's the it's this gigantic wall with razor wire everywhere. Yeah, like triple layer of laser of razor wire going up this twenty or thirty foot wall. Yet we're told that we're the haters, right? Yeah. And the same thing here. Like we should have a protection of our borders. It's yeah. clearly a problem. More coming up. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. In life, there are those who lead and there are those who follow. And then when it's time to buy or sell a house, whatever you're trying to do in the real estate world, uh, the type of person you need is the former, not the latter. A number of years ago, we, Glenn, started talking about realestateagentsitrust.com as a company he had started. And he did it for a really specific reason. He had real problems with his real estate agents and, you know, buying or selling a home wasn't satisfied with the process. And, you know, this is... This is your largest financial transaction that you'll probably ever be involved in. Each time you buy or sell a house, that's usually the case as you go through life. It gets more and more expensive, prices go up, and this is your biggest commitment of funds really anywhere in your financial portfolio. So what do you do about that? Do you just have some person that you've you know, met who's a cousin of another cousin of their you know, former roommate? No. Go with realestateagentsitrust.com. The name kind of says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The following content identifies as a commercial. Isn't that lovely? The Glenn Beck Program. We'll be right back. So, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up and, uh, you know, the Super Bowl, uh, you may be familiar with that. It's the uh, it's the two, but a couple days after the Super Bowl. Like this is like coming right on uh, on the heels of the game where you're going to be like, eh, I watched a football game now. Oh, crap. I got to get a Valentine's Day. Don't wait. Just do it now. Knock it out now before you're even thinking about that. Books is the place to go for this. B-O-U-Q-S. It's no secret. Ladies love the flowers, especially on Valentine's Day. And the good news is uh, you can get covered here with a 25% uh, off coupon on your entire purchase with books it's the go-to flower source this is the place that i go to buy flowers for my wife when i do something stupid um their flowers are cut fresh and sourced directly from the best flower farms in the world i mean we're talking about farms that are on the side of a volcano they go to any length to make sure that this experience is good for your loved one and they stay fresh way longer because of it books is easy you can go to their site and buy roses with just one click or you can choose one of their unique modern designs that you won't find anywhere else, like the 100 red roses you may have heard about, make it a big splash this Valentine's Day. Get her whatever it is that you know she's going to love with books. Uh, Valentine's Day is Feb- February 14th. Don't wait around. 
You can take care of placing that order early and make sure you get it. Go to books.com, B-O-U-Q-S.com. The promo code is Blaze. You'll get 25% off, B-O-U-Q-S.com. Promo code is Blaze. It's books.com, promo code Blaze. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program, 888-727-BECK. Uh, we've got uh, more problems to solve. We'll do that coming up here in just a few minutes. Um, Hamas leader has just rejected the two-state the solution. Glenn Beck program. Featuring uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, we've been talking about what a border hawk our president, Joe Biden, is. Wow, if he just get Republicans on board, he would he put the hammer down on the border. And there wouldn't be a single person getting through illegally that we don't know about. Uh, he also kind of said something similar back in 2020 about Iran and the way he was going to... Uh, Stop their shenanigans. Hmm. How's that working out so far? Uh, we'll take you back to 2020 and what he had to say then compared to what's going on now and uh, much more coming up in one minute. So we often talk about my pillow products and how they don't just change your sleep for the better. They can change your life for the better. I love those freaking slippers. I love the my slippers. I wear them all the time at home. They're so comfortable. Uh, my pillow wants to show their appreciation for your business by giving you one of the best sales they've ever had. Right now, you can get 50% off the my pillow 2.0 or how about 50% off their new flannel sheets and their six pack towel sets are going for $29.98 right now. My pillow appreciates your support and uh, they would love to show it to you. The sale isn't going to last forever, however. So don't wait around and until you can get on in on all of these amazing deals. They take advantage of their free shipping, especially on larger items such as mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA and on sale for as low as $99.99. You'll also find sales on their kitchen towels, dog beds, blankets, and so much more with the promo code BECK. To find this offer, just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener's Special Square to check out everything we've talked about here and more on sale. Remember, enter the promo code BECK or call 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117 for these specials and more, plus free shipping. It's MyPillow.com. The promo code is BECK. Uh, Pat and Stu for Glenn, 888-727-BECK. How tragic is it that uh, due to a misidentified drone, we lost... uh, three troops in Jordan uh, just the other day. Three were killed, 40 more were injured, 
And it's because of a mistaken identity. of the, the, the They thought the drone was ours, which is why they didn't shoot it down. Apparently, they expected one to be returning, and it happened to be Iran's. And, and so we got... Uh, we had that incident instead. Mm. Also, who knew we had troops in Jordan? Do we have troops in every single nation on this planet? I'm starting to think we do. Uh, we've got them in Syria. We have them in, um, in Oman. We have them in Qatar. We have them in Africa, spread throughout Africa. We've got them in Jordan. Jordan doesn't even admit they're there because it would piss off their populace so much. So they try to keep that on the down low, which I feel like is unacceptable. I do too. Yeah. I if we're that's... if you're going to take our troops to to help protect you and your country, you mm-hmm. need to embrace us. Yes. Not hide the fact that we're there. Like you need to be like, you know what? Who we're really excited to have here? The United States of America, because they're a great country, and we yeah. love working with them, and they are very helpful to us. Like we need Wouldn't part of the, nice? part of these efforts should be a sales pitch. Yes. To the populace. That's uh, currently not how it's being handled. However. No. And that's why, I guess, some people around uh, the region are saying, nah, they're saying it was in Jordan, but they were really in Syria. So, I, I, who knows? Who knows what to believe anymore? My Have we ever told the truth about anything? No, of course not. But, it, you know, look, Jordan is an ally of some, uh-huh. of some level. Yeah. And at some level, they are an ally. And, you know, they wanted us there. That's why, they're, that's why we're there. Yeah. Right? And, like, we usually say yes to those things. But, you can question whether that's the right policy or not, but that's right. That's why they're there. Right. Uh, but it's opened up our troops uh, to a lot of attacks. There's been something like somewhere between 150 and 200 attacks between our bases in Iraq, Afghanistan, and now Jordan. Uh, and this one turned deadly. Mm. Uh, they were Awful. trying to make the case last week that, yeah, it was just uh, severe head trauma that our troops had endured up until this point. Just severe head trauma? That seems, it seems severe enough that you wouldn't call it just. Mm. And uh, these these guys are being are being injured and attacked on a regular basis, and we've done very little about it. Yeah, it's been months. Very little. Months. They've been firing at us for months, and we've done almost nothing. We fired back a few times. We've taken out their drones most of the time when they've come to to mm-hmm. us. But to give you the calculus on this, these are twenty thousand dollar drones that we're hitting with million dollar missiles. That's not a great uh, way of doing this. No. Like someone needs to, and I'm sure this is happening in the military, but like we need like a $50,000 drone that can take out the $20,000 drone. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, a little like more cost effective. A little more cost effective because this is going to happen. I mean, you've seen the documentary. Um, uh, what is it called? Uh, something has fallen. Washington has fallen. The, something has fallen. Oh, the White House has fallen? The White House. Was it the White House has fallen? I There's been a bunch in that series, right? But yeah. one of them. London. The, yeah. The White House. What was that? Olympus has fallen is the one I'm talking about. Okay, Olympus mm. has fallen. Now, my knowledge of this movie um, has to do with the trailer, but the trailer <laughs> of the movie, which is one of the uh, the big scenes, is Mor- Morgan Freeman. I think is the president of the United States. He's out there on a boat having a nice fishing day, and all of a sudden, over the the horizon comes like a thousand drones that just suicide drone attack the president of the United States, mm. and lots of people die, and it's really really mm. bad. This is a obviously fictional representation of this type of thing but it is absolutely one of the largest threats that we face going forward mm-hmm. they are tiny they are cheap anybody can make them this is not like hey we got to keep iran away from having nuclear weapons because of like that is not what this is anybody you could buy these things on the internet 
$20,000 is massively expensive for a drone. There are also $1,000 drones that can do damage and have done damage. You put some explosives, cheap explosives on the side of them. We've seen this happen over and over again. People are, there's assassination attempts that have almost been successful already. And this one obviously is successful. We better come up with some way of dealing with this, not firing million dollar missiles at them. That is not going to be a long-term solution to this problem. And we better come up with a technological solution real quick on this one. But we've got people in office that are so incompetent. I don't think they know what to do or how to do it, frankly. I well, mean, I mean, look, we, we have diversity concerns to think about, Pat. Yeah. yeah right. Like, what if our what Are if there the enough people... representatives of the LGBTQQIA2 plus community I don't in know. the military? I, I hope so, running but the show? I'm concerned so about too. it. Yeah, me too. How can we win a war if we need more... we're not diverse enough? We, you can't. Yes. No you can't. army in history has win. ever won a war without diversity right and we need to keep that going like for example like let's say some white male comes up with a twenty thousand dollar drone that can beat these other twenty thousand dollar drones well that's unacceptable i don't want it it. it's unacceptable i don't want it i'd rather spend a million dollars every single time because i want someone if a queer the laotian community came up with it Mm -hmm. or laotian would be fine (laughs) sure but uh trans Buy, uh, try, try, pan, pan. Any I want a pansexual to design my drone defense. As long as it's not hetero. As long as yeah. it's any other like uh, it, sexual preference. I don't want a male who's attracted to a female to have anything to do with the defense of this no, country. You know why? That's creepy. It's disgusting. And so are all of their ideas. They're creepy. They're creepy. And, and we you don't know need what? That. They're privileged. They are privileged. Mm-hmm. They're pri- privileged people who mm-hmm. are given these jobs just because they've they're white and yeah. they're male, and they yep. also happen to uh, attend uh, universities and, and uh, you know get master's degrees at um, technical and schools. But whatever, they're part of the patriarchy. What about a guy whatever down the street is. who happens to be Hispanic and Jewish at the same time? Oh, Where's man. that person? Where is that? I person? want that person. Yeah. I want a. I want a. I want a person who's both Jewish and Muslim. Mm-hmm. I want that person designing all of our aircraft. What if we had Margot uh, Margot Robbie Mm -hmm. uh, in charge of the entire military because she used the word patriarchy, I believe, 400 times in the Barbie Barbie movie? Yeah. I'm a little... I think she's she's straight. I'm I'm worried she's white and and straight. straight. You're right. You're right. uh, I don't... Not my ideal solution by any means. Did her use of the word patriarchy make up for her whiteness? It made up for some of it. Okay. Um, But, you know, it's funny because... uh, uh, whiteness um, is apparently this huge advantage in life, yet it, all we do is talk about how bad how it, is, it is, and yeah. that's strange. You know, I was thinking we about don't this. don't want it. This is a little off topic, but it's tied to the border. We talked about it last hour. You know, the whole white privilege thing, right? Like, mm-hmm. they say that ha- being having white skin <laughs> is a privilege, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you're, it's privileged activity. You don't, you, it's unearned privilege. You, you get these benefits. You don't even know they're there because you're white, and just mm. it's just part of your life. Same thing with being a male. Same thing with being anything that's not in the LGBTQQIA2 plus community. Whatever the, whatever the acronym is you want to use today. But, you know, I was thinking there actually is one level of privilege that does not get talked about a lot. And I'm serious about this. It really does exist. You know what it is? Speaking English. That mm-hmm. is le- like a mm-hmm. legitimate thing that Helps if you, you are a child con- yeah. grown into a family that decides they mm-hmm. don't want to speak it, you are disadvantaged in this country. Until you learn the language, you will always be disadvantaged. It's the one thing that is real privilege, right? It really is privilege. As a kid, 
You don't choose what language you speak. You speak whatever your parents do. And if they don't go through the trouble to learn the language or come here illegally and never learned it, yeah. you're right. You probably do start as a disadvantage. That is actually a... Like, if you wanted to really fight back against privilege, what you should do is massively look to teach kids who don't speak English, English. Kids and adults, and adults. by the way. Yeah, yeah try to bridge yeah. that gap. And what do we do with nothing, of course? It's not of a concern. We're actually, we tell people that they shouldn't have to do that. And we put up mm-hmm. signs in their language so that 10% of the time they can understand what's going on around them. Well, what a solution that Very is. True. Very true. Uh, but here was our president back in, just to give you uh, a refresher on where this president was on the Iranian situation and how upset he was at what Trump was doing about it. And what he would do about it instead, this is uh, Biden back in January of 2020, talking about a president who says he wants to end endless wars in the Middle East Mm -hmm. is bringing us dangerously close to starting a brand new one. Mm. A president who says he Mm -hmm. wants out of the region sends an additional 18,000 plus troops to deal with a crisis of his own making. An administration that claims its actions have made America safer Mm -hmm. in the same breath. Urges our citizens to leave Iraq, puts Americans throughout the region on notice because of the increased danger that now exists. Wow. I have no illusions about Iran. I never have. The regime has long sponsored terrorism and threatened our interest. Huh. It continues to detain American citizens. They've ruthlessly killed hundreds of protesters. They should be held accountable for their actions. Hmm. But there's a smart way to counter them. Oh, uh, what is it? To counter Iran. Yeah. And a self-defeating way. Oh, well, what's the Trump's smart approach way? in my view is demonstrably the latter. And yet, you know, while I mock his uh, slurred speech there, how much worse is it now? Oh, my gosh. Oh, man. Wow. Plus, where is that uh, where is that tough stance on Iran today after they've killed three troops and injured scores of troops? Where's that tough talk? Why aren't we putting the hammer down on Iran right now? We should be all over their bases, their the Houthis, their terror groups, the uh, state-sponsored terrorists. And what we've done so far, a couple of airstrikes here and there that have done almost nothing, and they admit it. Yeah. They, 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 they're not going to change. I mean, Biden has said they're not going to change their behavior because of them. So, so well, what, then what's the point? What's the point? I guess the point, you could argue, at least, the point is to take out specific military installations, right? Okay, all right, that can mm-hmm. help. It can help. But Apparently like, it hasn't, though. It hasn't. And you need to do more, especially when we're talking about these military installations being drones that can be, that are $20,000 can be fired from basically anywhere in range. That isn't, you're not going to stop that uh, with this type of approach. And we are on the wrong side of this new emerging type of warfare. No doubt about that. And our concern is how many QQIAs we have in the military. military. Like I, I, I... that can't be the way this is dealt with. This The military needs to... Look, you can make an argument about Bud Light or Disney or Target or all these things. And like, are there cultural reasons to push back against that? Of course. We've talked mm-hmm. about them a thousand times. Mm-hmm. But like, you know, the, you want to have a company that does stuff like this? You can do it. You might find, as Bud Light has found out, 
The consequences can be significant, but you can make those choices as on your own behalf as a company. Mm-hmm. It, when you come to the military, this stuff cannot exist. It has to be barred from the military at all costs. Only merit. Only. It can be the only thing. When you're thing. talking na- national security? Yeah. Absolutely. It is That's the only thing that should matter. more important than, than in any other realm of society. 888-727-BECK. More coming up in one minute. Even if you only have a few minutes to spare during your morning routine, it is entirely possible to keep your face wrinkle-free with Gen 90. It's the new instant wrinkle treatment from GenuCell. Gen 90 instantly reduces the appearance of wrinkles around the eyes and forehead, crow's feet, the laugh lines, even the chin. And the amazing part is that it starts working in just seconds. It's the perfect Valentine's Day gift for yourself or your Valentine. If you want to feel confident in the skin you're walking around in, Gen 90 is for you. It's the luxurious, nourishing, and silky smooth answer. You're going to feel it. You're going to love it. And you're going to see it feeling, you're going to see it working immediately. That's guaranteed. Take advantage of the Gen 90 Valentine's Day sale now at GenuCell.com, where it's included in the bestseller package. Why get all the harsh medical procedures when you can begin to de-age your skin right now in the comfort of your own home for so much less? Until Valentine's Day, every Gen 90 order comes with free shipping and a luxury Valentine's spa box. Now that it's, you know, not a lot of time, so make sure the deal is taken advantage of as soon as possible. Go to GenuCell.com slash Beck, GenuCell.com slash Beck. A great gift for the holidays coming up, uh, like Valentine's Day. GenuCell.com slash Beck, G-E-N-U-C-E-L.com slash Beck. 10 seconds, station ID. All right, you, you brought up uh, Bud Light a minute ago, Stu. I did. Um, it's interesting to see what's been happening with that co- company lately. Uh, one of the things they did that I thought was really smart was that they hired Peyton Manning to do their latest commercials. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know if they had to offer him, you know, a billion dollars to do it or whatever the financial arrangement was, but uh, is there anybody more likable in the NFL or who has ever played in the NFL than Peyton Manning? Everything he does seems to work. Sure does. And uh, and so they got him. They enlisted him in this new, and Emmett Smith, uh, both to sponsor Bud Light. <laughs> well, you could tell how desperate they were. They put in yeah. Emmett Smith. Obviously, despite the fact he's on the Dallas Cow, he was on the Dallas Cowboys, a legendary running back yeah. uh, by all measures. Um, but they put him in this commercial. He doesn't even say anything. That's right. All he does is th- right. seemingly throw passes beer cans. with beer cans. Yeah. And like, that's enough. Like, I don't know. Just get him in there. I don't care what we have to pay him. Uh, they've also done a Super Bowl commercial. So they're coming out and uh, they're really, they're swinging for the fences now. They're really trying to get back on top of this thing. And they've been trying for a lot of this, a lot of this controversy. They've been trying to get back into the good graces of their co- customers. It will be fascinating to see if they can do it. Just from a, it will. It will be. It will. It will be in textbooks if they are able to undo all the damage they have done. Because they were up to what forty percent? Yeah, forty plus percent drop in sales, and now so the- they were by far the number one beer in America. Mm-hmm. They dropped to fourteenth last I saw. Fourteenth. I, I, I think they made up for that, but. Well, they've been it for some of it. I know, the last number I saw was in the twenties, as far as the drop. So they cut it in about half. Wow! And part of that, you know, Still. time heals wounds. And, yeah. And again, and people forget. We've made this point before, but it's like it's not the most egregious example of this problem. 
The problem we're it's talking really about, not. it really isn't. I, I, you know, the Dylan Mulvaney thing is irritating because they're pandering. That's that's uh-huh. what was annoying about it. Yes. Like this annoying pandering and, and this being mainstreamed into the culture is a problem. And, and we've talked about it a zillion times. The worst part of that was the, what was she, marketing head or something, the head of marketing yep. at Bud Light, who come up, came out and really insulted the customers of Bud Light. Right. Calling uh, them fratty, fratty and, and all that, and like so, I can understand the pushback, and I can understand. Mm-hmm. But like, what's our real concern here? Our real concern is not an online influencer having a can named after, you know, with their image on it, on a product that is specifically designed legally to only be consumed by people over twenty-one years old. Like Disney is much more core to our <laughs> argument. Yeah, they, right. Yes. Like they're just mainstreaming this into cartoons for four-year-olds. Much bigger sins. It's from Disney way than Bud Light. worse yeah. than Bud Light. And Bud Light, you know, look, we've got the got a beating. And what's interesting about it is these people got fired. They mm-hmm. they seemingly have attempted to repair this with their audience. Now that does not mean that you have to take that seriously. It doesn't mean you have to believe that that, that it's honest. But at, at some level, I think there is an advantage to send a message to companies that say you actually can repair this. If you go down this road and screw it up, conservatives will boycott you. But if you come back and acknowledge mm-hmm. what you did was the wrong direction with your actions, and they've really done that. Have they not? I think largely they have. Now, I, I can understand part, people saying, I screw it, I'm never going to drink this again. It, it, there's a lot of people who are like that. But uh-huh. even even Kid Rock is back drinking it. Now, I don't know if they paid him a bunch of money uh, to drink it, maybe. But, like, there is an advantage in this, let's call it this, this, this uh, wing of the culture war, to send messages to advertisers that, hey, if you do something that is off off kilter on this stuff, it doesn't mean you're gone forever because what happens with those companies, if you send that message is they just say, well, now our only audience left is liberals. Let's cater to them. And then (laughs) more and more companies just do that. And that's not any better for us. It doesn't solve the problem. It's better. I mean, it's in some ways better to correct the action than to abandon these companies forever if they actually go along with their side of it. And I, I definitely think a, a pretty powerful point was made with Bud Light. Oh, yeah. yeah. They heard it, that's for sure. Don't insult us like that. Glenn Beck. Standing up for what you believe in can be challenging at times, but there are basic things you can do that aren't so challenging. Things like buying from companies that believe in what you and I believe in. I mean, we were just talking about this. We need to stick together now more than ever. There's one company that was has been willing to stand with you and your values forever. I, ever since they've been a, a, an actual company since like I think it's 2012. It's Patriot Mobile. Their their mes- their message is and their mission statement's fantastic. To passionately defend our God-given constitutional rights and freedoms and to glorify God always. Does that sound like Bud Light? Does that sound like Disney? No, it's different. And you can find companies like this. Patriot Mobile is a great example because you don't have to sacrifice the coverage. You get great coverage and you get a great price and you get a, a, a company that put God in their mission statement. When do you hear that? Never. It never seems to happen. They have affordable plans for your budget, excellent coverage, and top-notch U.S.-based customer service. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash Beck or call 972-PATRIOT. You'll get free activation when you use the offer code BECK. Make the switch today. It's patriotmobile.com slash Beck, patriotmobile.com slash Beck, or 972-PATRIOT. Check out my show, Pat Gray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9, live Eastern, or anywhere, anytime you get your podcast.
It's Pat and Stu for Glenn today, 888-727-BECK. I can't wait to find out who Taylor Swift tells me to vote for. Oh, yeah. Because I follow all of her recommendations. Oh, do you really? All of her edicts, yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. So you voted for the Democrat in the Tennessee uh, Senate election back I in the had day? To. Yeah, I you had, had to. to. Okay. Taylor she, said. Tay-Tay said? Yeah. Tay-Tay said so? <laughs> yes. Now, my daughter might actually take this advice. If she had, uh-huh. was a voting age and Taylor and she's Swift what, told 11? her, she is uh, 10 currently. 10. Or no, okay. uh, yeah, 10 until for another uh, week or so. Mm. Um, she uh, she might take that advice. She's She loves the Taylor Swift. She's got the Taylor Swift mm-hmm. posters in the room. She is suddenly interested in the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> Like I have a daughter-in-law the same way. Same way. Yeah. And there's a lot of them, and that's great. I mean, look, it's fine. It's, there's nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being a big fan of an artist. I don't necessarily, you know, as a middle-aged or or maybe beyond middle-aged <laughs> white guy, mm-hmm. I, I don't fully understand, comprehend the absolute adoration there. Yeah, it's been fascinating but to watch. I don't, I, I don't begrudge anybody their adoration. I just wonder how... It's it amazing. happened. It's amazing. It's textbook stuff. Like yeah. the, her, the. I mean, it's like Elvis and the Beatles combined. It, it seems it really is like up in those levels in that yeah. stratosphere. I mean, what I remember when we lived in Philly at the time when she first came out, she was. I think she's from Reading, Pennsylvania, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. And like she like was at the point in her career where she was customizing the her songs for the local country station. Like singing different oh. lyrics that mention the station, <laughs> you know. Like she was right. at that period when I first started hearing her, and it's like, yeah. And and, the, and I will say the best attribute, of course, of Taylor Swift is that she's actually an Eagles fan. <laughs> it's just pointing that out, and, uh-huh. you know. For all the people who are like, oh, Kansas City, she's an Eagles fan. Her boyfriend plays for Kansas City. Okay, that's all. That's the only affiliation there. She's an Eagles fan. It's the only thing mm. I can say on her behalf because I, 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 I'm with you. I'm not a fan really of her music. Mm-hmm. I'm not really into the old Taylor Swift thing. Um, I was, I'm infuriated when they distract from NFL coverage to cover her like mm-hmm. especially in the early games I ranted about this on this show multiple times and I think times. they got enough negative feedback yeah. from NFL fans that they, they were really cognizant of that this last to weekend and they only showed her a few times they showed her a few times a very small percentage of the yeah. of the game of course but like they were really doing it a lot at the beginning and it was oh annoying oh my gosh because uh, I, I want to see every play they cut to Taylor Swift yeah uh, okay. Analyze the last there. play. Analyze the last play. Tell me what's going on. What do they need to do on defense? What, 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 right. are, did they blitz? They, what coverage are they in? That's what I want to know. I don't want to know what Taylor Swift's eating. Okay? I, I And I get that, like, expanding the audience, mm. I can understand. Look, she's the most famous person in the world. You think about mm-hmm. it this way, Pat. Like, if they wanted to bring her on the broadcast to make an appearance, how much money would they have to pay her? In this weird hack of the system... Because she's in the crowd, they could just put Taylor Swift on their broadcast as much as they want. Mm-hmm. And look, I can understand why a television executive would want to do that. I don't understand why anyone would ever care who she's voting for. That I do not get. I don't That's, understand the endorsement process from a celebrity, why that would work or who that would influence. But supposedly, according to this latest poll, one-fifth of voters would vote for the person she endorses. Now... Can you believe one no. fifth? Can I? Come you were about on. to say, can I believe that? And the answer to that is no. no. I don't believe it. In fact, you know, as a person who spends uh, an, an enormous amount of time reading polls and methodology behind them and how they work and how accurate they are, this is the type of question that I don't put any credence in. It's like if you are a person who loves Taylor Swift, you're probably already voting for Joe Biden. 
Mm-hmm. Right? Like now, mm-hmm. the, like, can you imagine some liberal who loves Taylor Swift and Taylor Swift comes out and endorses Trump? Would they vote for Trump? Of course not. No. Right? And Taylor no. Swift, who does have her share of conservative fans, especially with her country music roots, has people who are gonna who are got Trump signs on their front yard, and then Taylor Swift's gonna say, actually, I think you should vote for Biden. They're gonna be like, okay. Well, you know, I wanted low taxes, but now I don't. (laughs) I wanted a secure border, and now I don't. Like, give me a freaking break. I wanted babies to live, but now I don't. I don't care about them. I want them all to die now. Mm -hmm. And uh, So it's like, if you are a person who is that easily influenced, number one, you're probably voting for Democrats anyway. I mean, this is how they win elections, boys and girls. You shouldn't be voting at all. You shouldn't. Uh, Let's face it. Look, I, I know people hate that. Every time you say mm-hmm. that, like, well, what about our you're democracy? Press the vote. I'm not trying to suppress it. I'm just saying, if you're dumb, mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm-hmm. Like, also, don't do uh, brain surgery. Uh, like, <laughs> I, I'm not trying to suppress brain surgery by saying that. I'm saying, if you're an idiot and don't know anything about brain surgery, don't pr- practice brain surgery. The same thing with voting. If you haven't spent more than five minutes thinking about this, and you're looking at Taylor Swift's opinion for to, to guide your vote, just stay home and listen to Taylor Swift music. Whether you're going to vote mm-hmm. for Trump or you're going to vote for Biden or whoever you're going to vote for, you, if you're influenced by a celebrity, uh, you shouldn't be voting at all. And I will say, like, the whole endorsement process is overwhelmingly overrated. I mean, the only thing it really, the only place you can really find any power of endorsements is really party officials when you're talking about back end politics. Like, if you come into this race and you have two candidates that are close, Hillary Clinton and Bernie Sanders is a great example of this. Hillary had all the endorsements, she had all the power structure of the party behind her. And while she still won that election, it was, she had all the benefits of the the party pushing for her many of them made public endorsements the money was directed to her and bernie sanders had a really uphill battle to win that election because of that power structure that's Mm -hmm. where endorsements actually matter the only other i mean like especially in today's day and age pat where you have a situation where everyone thinks about the presidential election three years ahead of time and Mm -hmm. absolutely is inundated with information about these candidates the fact that you could be swayed by a celebrity endorsement is laughable. You have to have you have to be completely disconnected to the world for that to be effective. Now, an endorsement might matter, Pat, if like you're li- you know, I don't know, you're living in Utah and your your local selectman steps down, right? Mm-hmm. And uh no one runs as a Democrat in this area, because you're in Utah and it's a very red area. So several Republicans step into the race. And then Mike Lee comes down and says, you know who the best one is? This guy. That's the type of thing where you could say, all right, like an endorsement might Mm -hmm. matter because here's someone that I trust and they are deciphering between a bunch of very close people. I don't know. Do you know who really is good for your school board? (laughs) Probably not. Unless you know the person, Mm -hmm. right? You go to people who might know more about it, might be involved in that on a day-to-day basis. An endorsement might matter there, but it does not matter in the in the presidential election to almost everyone. And if Taylor Swift is making you change your vote, you, you should lose it immediately. Uh, you might, you, maybe you should lose your citizenship. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm thinking maybe, and maybe you should be deported. 
Maybe you should be deported. Yeah. We'll to, send you to Somalia. We'll give Taylor an island and all of her followers can live there. <laughs> if if that is going to make you change your vote, you don't deserve it. Now, mm-hmm. of course, you still get it. You get it's a, it's part of your rights as a as a citizen, someone who was born here, you get a right to vote. I don't necessarily love it, but I don't necessarily have the power to change that. And unlike President yeah. Biden, I won't just put it in via edict. Well, it was bad enough when MTV did the rock the vote thing. Yeah. Why? Why? I mean, don't rock the vote. We don't don't rock the vote. If you Why should more people who don't understand any of these situations, circumstances, issues, why should they vote more often? They shouldn't. If they don't know anything about it other than they watch MTV, I don't want them voting. No, and it's not even because it is somewhat motivated by the fact that they will vote incorrectly every time because Mm -hmm. MTV is going to tell them who to vote for in the most subtle form possible Yep. or overt form possible. But like, it's not even about like winning or losing elections. It's about the process, right? Like if you, if you go through the, like, look, there are people who go to college and study economics and come out thinking like Paul Krugman. I don't understand how, but okay, they do that. You do that. Mm -hmm. You understand these things. You believe the left-wing way is the way to go. You're willing to put up with all the negatives that come out of these policies. Well, all right, like then vote, vote for the person you believe in. But like the fact that like we would encourage people to go to the polls and cast a vote for on a, on a subject they know nothing about. Why is that good? What's good about that? What, what, what is, what is virtuous Hmm. about that? You go back to what the founders talked about back in the day. It wasn't like, hey, every idiot should go to the polls and make the decisions for everyone. Oh, no. no. That's, that's why they limited the number because, you know, they didn't, they didn't have communication like we do now. Mm-hmm. And so they knew there were going to be a lot of ignorant voters. Well, they didn't want ignorant voters. No, they wanted people who That's knew. why you had to own land. Mm-hmm. You had to be a property owner in order to vote because you had skin in the game. If you didn't have any skin in the game, they didn't necessarily want you voting. No. And look, there were there have been all sorts of restrictions on voting, some of them very bad. Yeah. Um, however, yes. the idea that everyone is allowed to vote and, and it, it is fine, it doesn't mean that everyone should be encouraged to vote. You know, uh, everyone is allowed to go skydiving. That doesn't mean everyone should be encouraged to do it. You know, like there's <laughs> right. just, it's like some of these things, yeah. like this is something that if you spend time thinking about this, you know, uh, the Ben Franklin uh, Republic, if you can keep it, is a, is a good way of thinking about this. If you... If you are actually in the game of caring about this stuff, and I'm not talking about watching a few TikTok videos. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about actually thinking, reading, Mm -hmm. doing things that would educate you as a voter. If you do those things, then go out and vote. We encourage it, even if you're voting against candidates that I like. However, if you do none of those things, if the highest level of prep you've done in your life is watch an episode of the Kardashians, don't (laughs) vote and don't feel bad about staying home. There's nothing wrong with it. The United States of America is a great country for you if you want to put no effort in. If you just want to sit Mm -hmm. back and, and reap the rewards and go to work and take in cash and have a bunch of really nice things around you, there's nothing wrong with that. You can live that life. Mm-hmm. But you should make the decision to not be involved in the process that controls it because you're screwing it up. <laughs> it's true. That's heresy, apparently, to some, but it's really true. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. More coming up in a minute or two. Melanie wrote in about her dog's experience with rough greens. She says, I was very skeptical about trying rough greens. I was sure my dog wasn't going to eat it. Boy, was I wrong. My dog loves rough greens. Now, 
He only eats the food that I put rough greens on, and he has so much more energy than he used to. Thank you so much. You know, your dog may not know that he needs more nutrition than what comes in his kibble food, but his body knows rough greens isn't a dog food. It's a supplement developed by naturopathic doctor Dennis Black that you sprinkle on your dog food. Remember, brown food is dead food. You want the greens. You name it, if it's if you've, it's healthy for your dog, it's going to be in Rough Greens. The folks at Rough Greens are so confident that your dog is going to love it that they have a special deal for you. Go to roughgreens.com slash Beck or call 833-GLEN33. They're going to give you your first trial bag free. That's right. All you do is pay shipping. Call 833-GLEN33, 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Give them a call today. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. You're listening to the swinging sounds of Glenn Beck. Sit tight, boys and girls. We'll be right back after these messages. I want to thank the one and only Pat Gray oh, for coming in. Fabulous. And he was fabulous. He was. And I now fabulous. welcome a surprise guest yes. to his own show. Yes, Radio that's Hall me. of Fame member. Yes, thank you. Lernberg. Thank you very much. It's Where's a the little, music and the cheering? You should yeah, to, it's, uh, we can't actually get really people to cheer. That's why you're not in the Hall of Fame it. and I am. Hello. and uh, Oh, there they are. Thank you. And uh, Yeah, I'm a little late today. I had to go, uh, I had to, go to the doctor and just in all... I just want to be very clear, and please don't take this as a bad thing, but I've uh, been having some struggles lately, and I got a diagnosis today from my doctor that I am dying. Um, slowly. Uh, and <laughs> I mean, you look like you're dying, but you're yeah, saying you're no, actually I'm, dying? Yeah, I'm, well, I'm dying, and they he said it could take about 40 years. Okay. Could be okay. you know faster <laughs> than that, but it could take about 40 years. Could it happen tomorrow? Could happen tomorrow. Oh, my could gosh. Could happen at any time. But it could also happen in a yeah. half century. But he said there's nothing we can do about it. It's natural. And I natural. said, wow. wow. I always thought all natural was good, yep. you know, but apparently not. These apparently doctors not. are just giving yeah. up. Yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm I'm having problems with my eyes again, and uh, so they're just going the extra step and and checking my uh, checking my eyes to make sure that uh, I can see I can see. And I'm like, yeah, you didn't have to jam the bright lights in my eye to. Uh, I could have told you. I, I I can see that. I can see that. I can see that. So hmm. anyway, uh, interesting. What a what a day. What a day. Uh, I know you talked an awful lot about uh, uh, Taylor. Uh, we did a little Tay Tay, yeah, a little Tay Tay talk today, which is always good. I wouldn't say an awful lot. Uh, yeah, we did one break on it, but yes, it is a, it's a, a little yeah. bit disturbing. I think also the effects of the idea that maybe twenty percent of all voters are going to change their vote based on her recommendation. I, that's a, that's worth talking about. Oh no, that is. I mean, I I just think that is another sign of like, yeah, we should be destroyed. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, you kind of. Yeah. I think yeah, yeah. plug the machines. Wait a minute, you know? Taylor Swift's telling you how to vote, and you're voting that way. Hmm. Okay, end of republic. Mm-hmm. You know, Ben Franklin walking down the street. Mr. Franklin, what have you given us? A republic until Taylor Swift shows up. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think he saw that coming. I think, I think so too. I think so. so too. He would have liked Taylor. He he liked the ladies. Uh, well, no, I mean not in the way you're implying. No. No, he was not a he was not a ladies man. I thought he, he was. was. A, he was a bon vivant, but he was not a ladies man. He just 
felt more comfortable disrobed. <laughs> what kind of weird spin is this? You I felt don't more comfortable disrobed. disrobed. I I don't know. <laughs> I'm not up on my my Benjamin Franklin, okay. perhaps as much as I should be. Maybe, but, uh, maybe, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, um, I was talking to somebody last night about, uh, you know, my theory. Which theory? And, you know, Michelle Obama. Oh, your Michelle Obama is yeah. going to be the Democratic nominee theory. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And he said, you've been saying that on the air? And I said, yeah. And he said, Phew, okay. Well. And uh, <laughs> I said, uh, yeah, you don't think so? And he said, uh, give me the whole thing. And I did. And I, and, and, and. You know, he said, I just don't see, and he's a guy that would, you know, he plays in these circles. He said, I just don't see how that could possibly happen. But by God. (laughs) (laughs) I now think it's the most likely outcome. He's like, but that does make sense, Mm. doesn't it? And I'm like, yeah, yeah. So just get used to it, gang. I mean... I'm probably wrong, but I'd say get used to saying President Obama again. Mm-hmm. The Glenn Beck Program. talk to you about something i don't think you have probably heard any place else and it is a possible big problem but the solution is right here uh but it's going to require you to do something about it i'll talk to you about it here in just about 60 seconds first for five years in a row now abortion has been the world's leading cause of death five years in a row abortion is the world's leading cause of death In fact, the total is greater than the number attributed to the next seven causes of death combined. (laughs) Yeah, I don't think that's going to work out well for us. Even before we get to the end of this commercial, two babies in the United States alone have been aborted. By the time I stop talking to you about preborn. Preborn is leading the charge in our nation to turn this around. But we can't do it without people in the pro-life movement like you, like me. You know, we're... We're the gas that keeps the engine running, and it must keep running. So will you join me with Preborn and the Glenn Beck program this 2024? Let's make history the biggest baby-saving year in history. One ultrasound is $28. 140 will offer five babies a chance at life. Just dial pound 250. Say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 keyword baby. Or you can donate securely online at preborn.com slash Beck. That's preborn.com slash Beck. 
sponsored by Preborn. Have you ever seen on like your electrical cord, it'll have a little yellow tag and it'll say UL? Ever seen that? Really? Never? I don't think I've noticed it, but... Yeah, okay. So, there. so electrical things usually will have a little UL uh, uh, seal of approval on it, and that is the Uniform Law Commission. These are the people that make everything uniform. It is, um, it's been around forever, uh, and I'm not saying it's a bad thing, but they've started to go into places where I don't really think they belong. In the 1990s, Lobbyists and big financial institutions and lawyers at the UL uh, Commission successfully convinced lawmakers in all 50 states to make significant changes to individual property rights. Oh. Especially those related to investment accounts. Now, I want you to listen to me carefully on this. You know, as I know, that... South Korea, Iran, if they could get rockets up into the air over the United States and they had nuclear weapons, they could explode them up in the atmosphere and three nuclear weapons would fry all of our electronics and it would take us at least a year to get back on our feet. If it happened globally, it would be a disaster and millions and millions would die. Millions would die here in America. Now, this is something that I don't understand. Um, we've never really hardened our electrical grid. We've hardened the, the government, but the governments never spend the money to harden the rest of us. I think that's kind of important. I wouldn't mind spending some time and money on hardening the grid. We have our grid falling apart. It is a low probability that that would happen, but just astronomically high consequences. This is the same kind of thing, except I think it's more likely than an EMP, but it is worth paying attention to because it is catastrophic to you. The changes in the state codes in the 1990s were justified by banks and other financial institutions by appealing to shoring up the financial system and moving away from the heavy use of paper, such as paper stock certificates. In reality, what this did was it was a design to bail out big financial institutions, especially banks, in the event of a future financial crisis, all at your expense. Here's how it worked. States changed Article 8 of the Uniform Commercial Code, a state law passed in all 50 states, so the investment intermediaries. Now, who's an investment intermediary? Well, that would be like Fidelity or uh, Merrill Lynch or anybody who you are buying your stocks from. You don't actually hold the stock, okay? The, they own the actual stock, and they're holding it on behalf of you. So this change means that you, the purchaser, don't actually own your investments. The stockbroker or the intermediary does. This rule applies to stocks, to bonds, to mutual funds, exchange-traded funds, 
and other common forms of investment, including investments held in retirement accounts, such as 401ks or IRAs. What does this mean? Well, hopefully nothing. However, if you believe the banking system is weak, if you believe that you could see a major shift uh, with a catastrophic black swan, it could mean you lose everything. It, it takes the insane you'll own nothing promise to a whole new level. Now, the changes didn't stop there. The code also allows for these stockbrokers and other intermediaries holding your investment. Now, see if this sounds familiar. To use them as collateral in their own financial agreements. So it's like getting a loan from a bank using your neighbor's car. No, if I don't pay it, then just take my neighbor's car as collateral. Wait, what? Says the neighbor. And he does it because you park or he parks your car in his driveway occasionally. So if you don't pay the loan back, the bank gets to take your neighbor's car. That's what this is, except the car is your investments, all everything that you have worked so hard for. The reason why this is so dangerous is if the inner intermediary goes bankrupt, the stock you think you own can be taken by another big financial institution who's owed money by that bankrupt stockbroker. And they'll take your fund to cover it. Let me give you an example. This is hypothetical. Imagine you contact a stockbroker, or maybe your investment manager does it for you. You purchase 100 shares of stock in Tesla. After you pay the price of the shares and the broker fees, the broker would then add those 100 shares of Tesla to your account. I own 100 shares of Tesla, but you don't. The stockbroker does. Then he can turn around and use those shares as collateral in his own financial agreements with larger institutions. So now imagine that your stockbroker, let's say it's Fidelity, goes bankrupt with there's no rumor of that happening Okay, I'm not bringing this up because there's anything happening. I'm bringing this up because you should know this. Imagine Fidelity goes bankrupt because of a massive financial crisis. Not that could, that could ever happen, right? Never happen. If Fidelity owns money to, say, Bank of America, Bank of America could take your 100 shares of stock as well as a whole bunch of other people's investment as payment for the debt that your stockbroker owns uh, owes to fidelity if you're lucky you'll get table scraps in bankruptcy court okay that's the problem is it real yes what do you do about it well the first state is now fighting back on this and it's south dakota more help is needed if the financial system ever crashes again then everything will probably be fine for you and your investment but if it does crash 
tens of millions of Americans could be at risk of losing all of their investments, including what's in their 401 or IRA accounts. Here's the good news. Monday, South Dakota lawmakers introduced a House bill, 1199. This will rewrite the commercial code in South Dakota so that you get to keep ownership of what you own in investments, regardless of whether you used an intermediary like Fidelity or Merrill Lynch. That is yours. Now, the bank lobbyists are hating this. Financial institutions are hating this, and they're pushing hard in South Dakota. Christy Nome is still looking at the issue. If the bill passes in South Dakota, it will be the first step towards fixing this broken system in all 50 states, but it must be addressed. It must be addressed. This isn't the only thing. They have changed a lot of the banking rules. The Barney Frank, remember Barney Frank, you know, Mm -hmm. and they did this big investigation on what happened in 2008, except they didn't do an investigation. They just all got together and said, well, we're going to fix it this way. Well, wait, what caused it? Well, I don't know. We're going to fix it this way. And they put a lot of things like this into your bank. Read your bank contract carefully. Um. So legislators are already working similar bills in other uh, states. We are watching and they are watching what's happening in South Dakota closely. We need states to make these changes now because we know the financial system is not the picture of health. No matter what Joe Biden or anybody else tells you, if it collapses with the current laws in place, It could mean that American families will end up getting crushed, all to protect the big banks and the billion-dollar institutions. Now, that doesn't sound like part of the game plan for the WEF at all, does it? Uh -uh. Pensions and government funds could end up getting caught in this crisis as well. Now is the time to stop it because there is no crisis. Now is the time to, you know... Harden the infrastructure just in case you harden it and you don't have to worry about it. You hear the threat and you don't do anything about it. Then when things get dicey, you constantly worry about it. In South Dakota, call your lawmakers. House Bill 1199. Check that bill out. Give it to your own lawmakers in your own state. We've got to protect your investments the problem with 08 is nobody was paying attention to you everybody else got bailed out with your money we're still paying for what they've given not just to the banks not just to the big businesses but to the entire world they took our money and gave it to people they thought deserved it you didn't get anything except the bill We have to do this before there's an issue. Another thing you can do to uh, prepare for hard times, if we look at the uh, medications that are supposed to be available, we're beginning to look like a third world country when it comes to medications. Um, there There are medications, about almost 300, that are not available all the places they should be available here in America. 
This is why I strongly recommend you go to Jace Medical. You can start with the Jace case. The Jace case, personal emergency medication kit, it has the five essential antibiotics which treat the most common and deadly bacterial infections. It's customizable, dozens of add-on medications available, so you know you can choose the best fit for your family's needs. They even have ivermectin as an add-on option. So you can do this for, um, you know, for things that happen to your family uh, in an emergency. You don't have to worry, what do you mean you don't have that prescription? But there is a longer-term plan as well that where you can get all of your prescriptions, or a lot of them, up to a year worth of supply at your home. So if there is a disruption, your family has the meds they need. Go to jacemedical.com. Use the promo code PREPARED at checkout for this discount on your order. That's uh, Jace, J-A-S-E, medical.com, promo code PREPARED. 10 seconds, station ID. All right. I could do, I could do, you know, Ben Shapiro did a rap song. Hmm. Did he? I did not realize this. What? Really? It was number one on iTunes and even, uh, I don't know, Lizzo or somebody. I like Ben, but I don't follow his rap career. I don't follow his rap career either, Mm -hmm. but uh, I just play the clip here, yeah. Let's look at the stats. I've got the facts. My money like Lizzo. My pockets are fat. Homie, I'm epic. Don't be a whap. Dog, it's a yarmulke. Homie, no cap. Look at the graphs. Look at my charts. You're blowing money on strippers and cars. You go into prison. I'm on television. Dogs, no one knows who you are. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. Did he actually have anything to do with that? Or was that just like AI? No, it was him. It was him no, actually was him. Yeah, rapping? Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's great. And he's talented in rapping. Um, but He's I, talented in rapping. In what, rapping. what an endorsement. Yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a... He's a very good rapping aficionado. As an aficionado, aficionado, he is a very great rapper. Very great rapper. Very great. Uh, And that's spoken by someone who is obviously comfortable with the lingo. The entire thing. So I've Mm -hmm. got a little tribute. If we have time, I have a little tribute to to Ben coming up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Uh, yeah, That that is not something I I expected. Just as somebody who hangs in the rapping community. You know, you're deep into it. Oh my gosh, you're deep into the. I mean, you're from the streets. You know, this is this has been your life. You know, you came that's what, from the that's hard what, knocks uh, of uh, Mount Vernon, Washington. That's what Patrick Mahomey tells me all the time. Patrick Mahomey says that to you. Mm-hmm. My homie, your yeah, your homie. He's my homie. Your homie. I is. thought it was a little bit much to put that on the back. I'm like, I know you're my homie. I call you my homie, but why do you have that on the back of your shirt? But uh, anyway, you know. Anyway, that's coming up in just a little while. Exciting. Yeah, I, I yeah, think yeah, we're all excited yeah. for yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. sure, sure, sure. Uh, what did you uh, what do you think of the the UL thing and the what South Dakota is doing? Sounds interesting. I'm kind of the first I've heard of it. I, I had not heard of it either until I, one of our one of our researchers uh, stumbled across some stuff and they were like, Hey, this is going on. Hmm. What's that about? It's interesting. I, I think it's it seems to me be like w- almost like a parallel argument to cryptocurrencies, right? Where like one of the big reasons why Bitcoin exists, for example, is there is no intermediary. Right. That's the whole it's point. You. you own it. You own it. Now, it's funny because a lot of people buy it and then stick it on exchanges. And so they lose all of that yeah. freedom because then, of course, you don't actually hold your own coins. But yeah. 
that's the concept of Bitcoin from the beginning and many of these other uh, competing cryptocurrencies. Like the idea that you don't have that intermediary. There's no, there's no risk in between you and whoever you're sending it to. Now, of course, there's other associated risks, as people who have been hacked will tell you. But the idea that you can make these transactions happen without, you know, weeks and weeks of, of checking and, you know, especially over borders. I mean, you know how difficult it is, Glenn, if you've ever tried to send money across borders. Oh, I do that all the time. I don't. I, but no, I, know I that, do that I, I know all that the lot, time. I mean, millions of people do. We, we do business overseas. There's yeah. a lot of reasons. I've got a do. lot of business with the cartels. I send them, well, like, you know, getting some people well, over there. Well, I mean, you're in, I know you're a big art person. I've, I've noticed yeah. that people who are artists, my understanding of them is they typically have relationships with Ukrainian energy companies. And yeah. Okay. And if you're trying I don't, to but import, yes, you're, sure. you're, you're, one you're one of the exceptions. You need one of the exceptions. Yeah, you you need to have that offshore. What account. if you need to pay uh, a hooker who's been imported from the Eastern Bloc? Well, and you you, you got to first of all, you got to negotiate in rubles or whatever it is that you there's know, an exchange you rate. Set mm-hmm. the exchange rate. What are we talking here? Are we talking in rubles? Are we talking in dollars? And you know, sometimes and some artists have found this out recently like when those transactions are uh, located in in business records that people can look through it's not always the best outcome for you yeah you know yeah so this uh well depending on who you are this isn't the strongest argument for bitcoin seems like i'm arguing for illegal activity which i'm not but uh you know some some artists i sell art yeah i am interested in keeping my money nobody else's money it totally right you know that what happened in 08 is was such an abomination. You know, we're going to do tarp. Hey, that's our money. Mm-hmm. That that wait, you're going to I have to pay that back or my grandchildren have to pay that. What are you talking about? And then you thought, okay, well it's going to shore up the you, No, no, no. They've been doing this money printing thing now since 2008. They're still doing it. And we're paying the price through inflation and we're going to have to pay the actual price of all the billions and trillions that we have now spent. And nobody talked to you about it. You were talking about this yesterday with Joe Biden. When uh, when Joe Biden, you know, it just will say in a speech, yeah, I just gave uh, $20 billion more to Ukraine. Wait, wait, hang on. Where? What wallet did you take that out of? Where was the debate? Where was right. where was the vote? Where was the voting and then the signing and the negotiating and the amendments? And where, where was that? Where, where does this go? And it, it's continually a massive problem uh, in the United States. So keep your money. Make sure that the banks don't get your money. Uh, and it can be easily solved. But your state has to take action. Look, shore up your town. Shore up your state after you shore yourself and your house up. Worry about those things. Do the next right thing. Glenn Beck. I have to tell you, I got up again today and uh, just felt so good. Felt so good. I haven't felt this good in quite some time, which must be a bad sign, right? <laughs> Don't you love those people mm-hmm. who are like, it's going too well. Must be something bad coming. Anyway, um, it is uh, a lot of it has to do with relief factor. When you have pain, I mean debilitating pain, um, you will try anything, anything. Please, will you try Relief Factor? It's a daily supplement that helps your body fight pain by fighting inflammation. Now, it takes about three weeks to start really kicking in. About 70% of the people uh, that try it after three weeks, they order more. 
That means 30% of the people don't find the relief they're looking for. But man, those odds are pretty good. I'll take that. Especially how I feel compared to how I used to feel. See how Relief Factor can help you with their three-week quick start. It's $19.95. Comes with Relief Factor's Feel Better or Your Money Back Guarantee. So give it a try. It's relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. And head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the code Glenn30. And 30 bucks off your annual subscription to Blaze TV. Let's just go over some of the uh, highlights of the news today. The guy who leaked the Trump tax returns been sentenced to five years. Yeah, he was a former contractor at the Eternal Revenue Service. Um, he gave the Trump records to the New York Times, uh, and that's uh, he gets a five-year prison sentence. Uh, so that's uh, more than I expected. You know, I They're didn't at... expect him to get anything. I didn't so, either. Yeah, yeah. I didn't either. So, I thought that was the right of people to know. Yeah. By the way, the New York Times pays no pr- penalty for this. You know, this guy goes in, illegally acquires a bunch of records. Yeah, yeah. And gives them to the mm. New York Times. Now, mm. at the very least, we should have some sort of ex- understanding as to whether they knew they were stolen or not. Look. Before they brought The guy it. goes in, he takes confidential records that are guaranteed to be safe in the hands of the United States government. Mm-hmm. He takes them. He steals them. He then gives them to the New York Times. They publish for all the world to see. And, uh, you know, he got his five years. Now, let's talk about real crime. Jury is deliberating the fate of the six pro-lifers that are now facing 11 years in prison over the fact that they were praying in a hallway. So illegal prayer. Well, not illegal. They were just they were just violent in their peaceful prayers. That's you bad. know, like if I had the hallway of the clinic behind me, they would all be standing up against the wall and they'd be praying. And I'd be the guy on CNN saying it's extraordinarily violent, as you can see. <laughs> so mostly not peaceful. Right. Uh, let's uh, take a quick break for a word from our sponsor on the border. Do you want a life of adventure? Do you long to test your survival instincts in unchecked urban warfare? Then there's just one place to go. Sanctuary City. Where do you go when you want name brand electronics at prices up to 100% off? Sanctuary City. Heroin, crack, fentanyl, all flowing on every street corner. The police are defunded, but they wouldn't give a fuck anyway. Bring your own needle or share with a friend. Anything goes in Sanctuary City. Carjack yourself a Hyundai and get on down to our annual celebration of human waste. It's Excrementabalooza. There's poop on the streets, poop on your shoes, probably poop in your food. Feces, feces, feces yourself down to Excrementabalooza. It's cool to have stool on every single inch of Sanctuary City. Damn, what better way to say I love you than by completely destroying the rule of law? Sanctuary City. Hello, I'm the progressive mayor of Sanctuary City. We've been trying the same policies for a century. Do they work? 
I don't know. I live in a mansion three counties away. Sanctuary City! If you've always dreamed of leaving your Venezuelan hellscape to go to a city where the government will pay you to recreate another Venezuelan hellscape, then bienvenido to Sanctuary City! More locations added daily. You can find us by following the map to any blue state. Warning, don't get raped. Sanctuary City, left-wing policies. Yeah, it's great. I love the uh, new sponsor, Sanctuary City, and I, um, I urge you, I urge you go while you can. Go while you can. Yeah, it's uh, it's an exciting place to go. Some of these deals are uh, drying up quickly. You know, some of these places where you get free electronics, uh, they're closing the doors. They're closing uh, the it's doors. It's unfair. But everything must go now. Mm-hmm. Big blowout sale mm. at Sanctuary City. By the way, you can get that uh, with the video. If you haven't seen the video, it's in. It's an enjoyable part of it. Uh, YouTube.com slash America. It's up there now. Be uh, Please go and share it with your friends. So what's going to happen first? A showdown at the border or war with Iran? You're a betting man. Which one? A sh- well, let's define our terms. When yeah, you make okay. a wager, you can't yeah, just go right. willy-nilly Good. go on it because people will change. What are the terms here? I am against here? A show- all higgledy-piggledy things. What are, what? That is a policy if you're yes, it's been around for a long time. Yeah. What what how would you say a showdown at the border? What is that? How do you define uh, that? where you have uh where you have actual fire at the border, where you have a uh some sort of either violent or at least a constitutional crisis where two sides are just yelling at each other on the border and we're all like, "Okay, can everybody just calm down a bit?" I mean, I feel like that one is going to happen very soon. I will definitely pick this over the war with Iran thing. I think that if that happens, hopefully it does not happen. But if it happens, I don't think it happens like within the next few weeks. I think it's going to be slowly escalating and you never know. Mm -hmm. I mean, even remember, we didn't go to war in Afghanistan for several weeks after 9-11. It took weeks before that even started. Yeah, but there there were plans to be made, you know? Mm. Uh, in our Pentagon now, there are beaches to go to. You know, right. there's there's butt tests that have to be run. Yeah, I'll get to wake up uh, the know. Secretary of Defense. Yeah, out of his, and uh, <laughs> you know, and this president, he doesn't have a lot of time. Look, guys, you know, while I'm still here, okay, yeah. while I'm still alive, uh, and that could be at any time. So uh, we have that. Um, I, I I do think that we are headed towards. I'm I'm hoping I'm hoping just a really smart strategic strike to tell uh iran you know hey no bad but i don't know how the people that just sent them six billion dollars is then going to say bad uh and then buy it uh and aren't we past the point to where the the president has that time to respond without going to congress I mean, don't ask a Republican because they don't know. They don't care. They don't care. Uh, you can ask Joe Biden from 2020 when he said you cannot go to war with Iran without congressional approval. Clearly, yeah, he'll clearly. live up to that now that he's in the office, yeah, right? Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. That's how this works. So are we you, have that. Uh, so, I mean, we have seen so many of these things happen recently. And I, I think one of the, th- speaking of the border for a second, it's one of those issues that we've been talking about forever. And all of a sudden now, everyone is actually there and everyone is 
uh, on board with the conservative concerns. Like this is how it happened in education, clearly Mm -hmm. with, Mm -hmm. you know, now school choice is Mm -hmm. going across the country. The border situation, we went through some of this polling earlier, 93% of of voters say that the border is is a problem. And 75% uh, of voters say it's a serious problem or a crisis. But 18% uh, will listen to Taylor Swift on who to vote for. So, I, Do you believe that? I don't buy it. I, I think that's just one of those dumb polling quirks. No, I do. I don't think so. The people who are going to do. do that already are voting for Joe Biden. You're telling me someone's yeah, got, I got a Trump sign in my yard, but Tay-Tay said vote for Biden. Like, there's 0% of people who fall into that category. Yeah, I don't think that the ones that are listening to Tay-Tay and following her every move and idolize her enough to, you know, do, uh, idolize her enough to pay $5,000 for a seat uh, probably uh, aren't, uh, aren't following politics all that closely. But uh, it's probably true. But do you, th- I mean, would the media say that if, Taylor Swift came out and endorsed Donald Trump that they'd switch to Trump. No, 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 no. no it's no, like it's a one-way street, no, yeah. and I think it's a bunch of uh, I think it's a bunch of people who really like Taylor Swift mm-hmm. saying mm-hmm. they really like Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. I don't think mm-hmm. it's there. Anyone's changing their vote mm-hmm. over her recommendation. Now we do have evidence of this from the Tennessee Senate race if, a year years ago, which she did endorse, yes. and her candidate lost. Uh, it, so I don't know. Maybe she is more famous now. I would say she's more. Yeah, but what the problem was is people who do vote and do pay attention don't want somebody from Hollywood or the entertainment industry telling them how to vote. You know what I mean? I don't want somebody to tell me. I don't want people I like. Kevin Costner comes out, you know, I'm a big fan. All the Yellowstone cast is standing there and like, remember, vote Donald Trump. All right. I don't want them telling me. I, I don't, don't really want care. anyone telling me who they vote for. Yeah. I, I'm years and years past this. But, like, I don't even really want to hear it. No. I don't really want to hear it. Like, I I know a lot of people so, get very you know, pumped up in the primaries. We've talked about this many times where, like, the, they all, everyone wants to talk about who they vote for. And, like, look, I if that's you, that's cool. I don't have any problem with it. But, like, I don't really need to know. I don't need to know whether you test positive for COVID last week. And I don't need to know who you're voting for. Just vote for who you want to vote for. Let's, we'll talk about the issues. We'll talk about what's 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 true, what isn't. So well, if like, I was testing positive for Ebola, I should not tell you. Well, you should tell me because I'm in the same room with you. Oh, well, I am now, talking. See, look how complex it gets. All these new rules. Uh, so I've just passed the like. Remember when <laughs> yeah, in like 2020, where like every person like Tom Hanks has COVID. Yeah. Uh, Bob Fredley now has. Who's Bob Fredley? I don't I, know, but he's got COVID. Yeah, and I, I, it drives me out of my mind that people will say, "Oh, Debbie's got COVID." Really? I had the flu last week and you didn't make a big deal out right. of it. I mean, that's all it is. It's a different Just time. a different flu. Hello. At this now, point, we are well beyond yes. the, the yes. actual utility of this. Right. Now, let me tell you what I, what I thought of as you were talking about how people are now all aware of this. They're all aware yeah. of schools. Um, you know, they're, they're aware of a lot of things that they weren't before. This is what happens when these policies just take everything out of control. They get so bad. We're no longer talking about these things as hypotheticals. Right. You know, for a long time, we were like, don't you know what this will cause? No, it won't. Yes, it will. No, it won't. Yes, it will. Now it's here. And they're like, how did this happen? Yep. You're totally right. That is exactly what it is. Right. All this time, we've been saying, don't put in these liberal policies or you'll get this. Sanctuary cities is a great example. Yeah. Don't do that because you'll, you're, you're, 
city will turn into a place where there's poop all over the streets right. and crime and all these places are going to close down. And now it's happening. Yeah. It's just like they actually didn't listen to us. They did the opposite. And now they're reaping what they sow. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's honestly, it's, you know, except your mom would slap you across the face. If your mom said, don't run with that stick, you'll put an eye out. Don't run with a stick, you'll put an eye out. Don't run. I'm, I'm fine. You come back with a stick in your eye and your eye is out, you know, just kind of hanging there by a few threads. Right. Your mom is going to go, all right, let me get you right. And then slap you across the face. What were you thinking? How many times have I told you that? That's the only part that they don't get. Yeah. They, they then look at the same masters that created this problem and the same policies and go, you know what? We really need to take... No, you don't. So frustrating. Stop it. It's so frustrating. I mean, the the worst manifestation of this is the person who's in California gets oh, yeah. taxed to death, uh, can't send their kids to school, crime in the streets. They say we gotta get out of here. They move to Texas and then vote for Beto. Right, like that. That manifestation is the most infuriating thing in America. Do you have the address of that person? <laughs> Back in just a second. <laughs> Sometimes. Sometimes when the going gets rough financially, the best thing you can do is have somebody on your side. And it's not just anyone, but somebody who is there to help you dig your way out, who knows how to do it. There's a salary-based mortgage consultant at American Financing just waiting on the other end of the phone call to hear from you. They've already helped so many people in this audience. With the interest rates, they have dropped now into the fives, which is a lot lower than they were last year. If you've been buried in debt, high interest credit card debt, now's the time to break free. The average customer from this audience that has called them over the last year has saved $854 every single month. Plus, you can delay up to a couple of mortgage payments and all of the income, or I'm sorry, all of the interest that you have from your credit cards, you now can write that off. It's, it really may save you. Please just call them and find out. American Financing, 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440 or go to AmericanFinancing.net. NMLS 1823334. NMLSConsumerAccess.org. APR for the rates in the five starts at 6.275% for well-qualified buyers. Call 800-906-2440 for details about credit costs and terms. The Glenn Beck Program. Glenn's newsletter is free and full of useful info delivered every day right to your inbox. Sign up at glennbeck.com. There's still, I mean, the, Donald Trump, man, I yeah. like him, hate him, want him as president, don't want him as president. My gosh, have they just put this guy through the ringer? Uh, the the case with uh, E. Jean Carroll is crazy. Ridiculous. Crazy. And $83 million awarded uh, to shore up women's rights. Uh, just ridiculous. Then the Associated Press has come out today with a story that actually admits that the New York Attorney General civil case against uh, Trump, where he he went to Deutsche Bank and said, yeah, my uh, house is worth X number of dollars. Um, and uh, they and the New York Times or the AG said, no, it's not. It's not worth that. They actually had Deutsche Bank on the stand testifying and saying, 
We know this. Everybody does that. That's why we have our own evaluation. That you didn't say not to have we, yeah, your we, own. We, we'd be a really piss poor bank if we just took everybody's word for it. And they said, so there's no crime here. I mean, a lot of the reason why they do that, too, is to have an out later on with the loan to the actual client. Mm-hmm. So, like, they can say, wait a minute, you said it was this and it wasn't. And then they can back out on certain yeah. uh, issues. They didn't try to do that with Trump no. because he was paying it. They said <laughs> he he's made us a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So here's the AP admitting that this is unprecedented in 70 years of case history. And it is the only case of its sort that doesn't show an obvious victim or any major loss. Hmm. If I were if if I were living in a crime hellhole in New York and I saw that the New York attorney general was spending all this time and money on a case where there is no victim and no loss and my family, my store, my company was a victim of something, I'd be a little pissed. Mm-hmm. I'd be a little pissed. But apparently New Yorkers aren't like that. They're just pissed at, I don't know, life, the day, you know, people in general. But they don't get pissed off at their own government. I just don't understand that. Um, by the way, Washington State continues the insanity. The uh, lawmakers in Washington State have proposed an 11% tax on the privilege of buying ammunition. Now, hmm, I, um, I guess the First Amendment says, you know, about guns, doesn't say anything about bullets. But one would, you know, could imply that, you know, the right to own and bear arms um, included the stuff that goes boom in the barrel. Uh, otherwise... I mean, you can carry all the guns you want if you don't have any ammunition. So, I don't know. Uh, it seems like thou, uh, that, that sh- shall not be infringed doesn't mean the same thing from uh, from everybody here in America. Okay, I'm joining Megan Kelly here in just a second. Uh, and uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Don't forget, tomorrow, another great show. Uh, also, our Wednesday night special, a great one happening tomorrow night, Blaze TV. The Glenn Beck Program.